That's why I try to take the page number piece out of the equation and not assess my students on the number of pages they've read. Instead, I assess my students on the skills that they've learned, and then I just simply challenge them to meet or beat the number of pages in our goal. This helps students to figure out where they are without worrying about a grade. Hi there, I'm Carolyn Wall, your host of the Middle School Cafe podcast, a podcast specifically for secondary ELA teachers looking to close the achievement gap. I'm a 20-year veteran teacher who still loves being in the classroom. Tune in each week as I reflect on my own teaching experience to bring you lesson plans, strategies, and stories that will help you develop your students as readers and writers. So grab your notepad, cup of coffee and join me each week as we dive into all things ELA. Here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad you're here. I hope that you are doing well and that you are staying healthy. I am doing much better, still have a cough, but have so much more energy than I did just a week ago. My priority right now is just to dig my way out of being gone from school for an entire week. I still have correcting and organization to do. I was out for an entire week of school, the first week back after break. And unfortunately, my students ended up having three different subs. So it's a little bit chaotic right now in my classroom, but I'm just about caught up and that feels so great. And just in time, because this week, my students have essays that are due on Friday. So it's going to still be a little crazy for a while, but it's all good. We'll get there and everything will get done. We are going to be continuing our mini-series on reading accountability. I hope that you've enjoyed it so far. We have talked about different ways that we could have our students share out about their reading in episode eight. And then last week, we talked about using reading reflections, which encourage students to think about their reading, as opposed to reading logs that simply record the number of pages read. If you missed either of those episodes, please be sure to go back and listen because I know that you'll find some tips and ideas that you can use with your students. So after a week of talking about not recording pages to read, it might seem odd that this week we're going to talk about setting reading goals with students that focus on the number of pages they've read. So yes, I do this in my class, but the difference is, is I don't count their number of pages read as a grade. So let me clarify. What I don't like about reading logs that simply record the number of pages read is that it assumes that all students can achieve at the same level, at the same speed, and at the same time. Meaning if I have a rubric that gives students an A for reading 300 pages a week, that assumes that all students can read 300 pages in a week. This is what I used to think. This is what some of the big leaders in Reader's Workshop used to think. And the justification behind that was if students were reading their choice books at their own level, then everybody should be able to read the same number of pages. It wouldn't be the same level of reading, but it'd be the same number of pages. That sounded reasonable, and it was considered best practice for many years. However, we've learned that that is simply not true. Students do not read, even if they're reading at different reading levels, at their own level, they are not achieving at the same rate. 
So this type of thinking doesn't take into account the multiple factors that go into reading, such as a person's natural reading rate, the depth of complexity of the text they're reading, or the amount of time in a single setting that a student has to read. For example, my natural reading rate is on the slower end. I struggled to learn how to read because we didn't know until I was in the fourth grade that I couldn't see. So I missed some critical skills in those early years of learning how to read. As an adult, I can read a 400, 500 page novel in a week to a week and a half if I dedicate time every day to read. On the other hand, my best friend has been an avid reader all her life, even read through her elementary library more than one time, and she grew up to become an author. She could read a 400 or 500 page book in a matter of hours. While I worked hard in school and I learned to enjoy reading, I will never be as fast as my friend. So why is it okay then? Why are we assessing students using a rubric that assumes that the playing field is equal? The playing field between my friend and myself will never be equal if we are only looking at speed. We are both very accomplished. We are both successful in our careers. But if we just look at our reading speed, she will always outperform me. Instead of that one rubric that asks all students to read 300 pages or 500 pages or whatever is at the top level of your rubric, I like to make reading goals regarding page numbers that are based on individual students and their current abilities. As with any skill, it's important to know where you are today so that you can create realistic goals and make a plan on how to achieve them. So for the purposes of helping students understand what they're capable of reading, I do like students to guesstimate how many pages they can realistic read in a week. This means that I ask my students to make a goal of reading X number of pages a week, and then we make sure that that goal is something that the student can actually achieve without too much difficulty. Some challenge, but not too much difficulty. So how do students determine what their X number of pages to read in a week are? I use a formula that I got after attending a training by Penny Kittle. It is not an exact science and doesn't take everything into account, but it is a more accurate picture of how much reading I can expect from my students. The formula is rather easy to use and the math is not too complicated. Have your students read a book of their choice, always my preference, and I like to pick a library day because I know every student will have a book that they want to read. Have your students read for 10 minutes. At the end of the 10 minutes, students just count the number of pages that they read. So how many pages did they read in 10 minutes? And then multiply that number by six. Six is going to represent 60 minutes of class time or 60 minutes of reading time. So if a student reads eight pages in 10 minutes, then in one hour, they could reasonably read 48 pages because six times eight is 48. If your expectation is that your students read for two hours a week, then you're going to multiply 48 by two. So your student could reasonably read 96 pages in two hours. So do you see how far off we are from that rubric that requires students to read 300 pages a week to get an A? That would take this student, in my example here, more than three times the amount of required reading time. That's not very realistic to expect from students every week. And I'm not sure that I'd ever expect my students to read six hours a week for homework, for assigned homework. 
I like this formula because many students are surprised to learn how much they could read. By using the formula to help students recognize where they are and not use it for a grade, they are free from the pressure to get to that 300 pages, and they can focus on building their skills or simply just enjoying the book. Remember the example of my friend and I? No matter how much I focus or try, I will never be able to read as fast as her. And that's okay. It is not about who can read the fastest, although some of your students will be motivated by that. It's about making sure that each student is living up to their potential and that they're making gains along their own individual reading journey. So use the formula to help students figure out their reading pace and then help them make a realistic goal. So in my example, we figured out with the formula that student could read 96 pages in two hours. That might seem overwhelming to your student. That might be unreasonable. So you could adjust it from there, but it gives you a more accurate picture of what your student could do. Make sure that the goal is something that students can strive for, something that they can target, not something that they have to just check off. It should be challenging. It should be that stretch goal, but it shouldn't become overwhelming. So think about that poor student in my example who's sitting there thinking they have to read 300 pages to get an A. And yet we know that that's going to take them three times as long as some of their peers. How overwhelming is that for the students and how defeating is that? So that's why I try to take the page number piece out of the equation and not assess my students on the number of pages they've read. Instead, I assess my students on the skills that they've learned, and then I just simply challenge them to meet or beat the number of pages in our goal. This helps students to figure out where they are without worrying about a grade. When my students read, I want them to focus on reviewing or practicing skills. I want them to understand the text and enjoy the book. By using goals that students create based on the formula, students can take control. Let's say they use the formula and conclude that they could read 100 pages a week, which is about 20 pages a day if you're reading five days a week. If a student reads on one or more of those days, 21, 22, or 23 pages, they are going to feel way more successful than trying to reach for that 300-page mark. It's those small successes that are motivating for our students. And we know that when students are motivated, that they're going to achieve more. All right, so I kind of feel like maybe I've been a little bit all over the place in this episode or I haven't quite gotten my point across. So let me just kind of summarize my three points here. Number one, I don't believe that we should use page number reading logs to give students grades. Grades should come from the skills and from their ability and not from simply the number of pages they read. Number two, I do think it's valuable to help students understand how many pages they could realistically read a week. So help them identify where they are and where they're going. I think page numbers for a student is something that they can identify with. And number three, setting reading goals based on page numbers should be something that's individual and used for motivation and self-checking purposes. Students can easily count the number of pages in their book to see how much they've read in an hour and 10 minutes or whatever their time frame is much easier than, am I understanding summaries? 
Am I understanding inferences, which are the skills that we want them to be able to build? But page numbers is something that students can calculate on their own. So I hope that's clear. If it's not, please message me on Facebook or Instagram, or if you're in the Facebook group, please send a message there as well. I would love to talk more about this with you if you have any questions. All right, we have just one more episode left in our mini series on reading accountability. Next week, I'm going to share with you four activities that I use with my class that hold students accountable for their reading, but it keeps the focus of that accountability on the specific skills that I want them to learn or the skills that I want them to review and not just their number of pages that they've read or the amount of time that they've read. So again, when I'm assessing, I'm looking at skills, but when I'm trying to help my students increase their pace, we look at number of pages read. Thank you so much for dropping by today. I hope that you have found some value in today's lesson. I hope that you're getting something out of this little mini series. I would love to hear from you. Again, hop over to Instagram or Facebook or even join our Facebook group. You can find links to all of that in our show notes. I hope that you all have a fantastic week. Stay healthy. And until next time, bye everyone.